Welcome back to This Is Hardcore Podcast. You just heard Power of Fear, Tears of Shame. If you are a fan of Western Pennsylvania hardcore, you'll love this shit, including a little feature from Shane from Fire in the Blood. Uh, this is freshly out, came out 6.30, June 30th, last week. A Breed Apart CD is out now, streaming everywhere. CD shows, shirt and poster is available. D-A-Z-E, dazed-style.com. Straight from fucking Pittsburgh. They used to be in a band called No Good Deed. Now they've got a new thing going on. Um, and later on in the episode, our friends at Fool's Game dropped their name. In fact, I think they're coming here, playing a show. But I'll let you hear it from the horse's mouth, Mr. Stucky. But thank you once again to Lumpy and Days for dropping a track on the podcast. Always loving PA hardcore, especially Western PA. We've been on a little tip, focusing a little bit hard on PA hardcore. And that's what a lot of this episode will be featuring. So, adding to that. Great fucking track. Um, it is probably unnecessary to say, but important that it is important. It is in fucked up times that the community comes together, whether it was the Kev One Bulldoze we were talking about and the Benefit Show or the unfortunate circumstances that brought You're the Knife to be where they're at now, which is, I don't know, man. I think that the hardest thing about being in a touring band is never thinking of the worst consequences. And Providence being what it is, Madison She's, I guess, in a state of recovery. The full outcome and diagnosis isn't public. But if there's one thing I know about Madison is that she is absolutely unstoppable and will figure her way through it. The team was lucky. Vans can be replaced. Legs that are broken will mend. But no one's life is lost. And we just have to pray for a speedy recovery for Maddie. Obviously, if you go on all the social medias, you'll see the GoFundMe if you're looking to donate. And uh, just when you're out in the road, just be thankful. Be thankful every time you get to come home. And this is a scary reminder that things do get fucked up out on the road. And for those who do, who are no idea what I'm talking about, Year of the Knife from Delaware were on tour supporting Creeping Death last week when they got into a accident after their Salt Lake City show. Now, by Divine Providence, they were in a great place like Salt Lake City. It has a top-notch medical facilities. Just really know what they're doing. And the trauma unit was able to get Madison in. And she's currently there recovering. And I'll let the team at XYOTX or YOTKX on Instagram and all that. Brandon Watkins, I'll let them... Drop everything when it comes out. But Maddie was in banged up, very bad shape. The twins, they just have some broken legs. Somehow, the Lord must love Brandon because he escaped unscathed, though I doubt he would want to be in that position with his wife, Maddie, being where she was. And um, just thank you for everybody for supporting them. Hard to segue into something else after that, huh? But uh, it needs to be said. Today is one day sooner, and every day sooner too. This is hardcore. In fact, we're less than a month away. So make sure you get your tickets. Two-day tickets are sparingly sitting around. Who knows? There's only a couple left. Make sure you get them. And then we got tons of single-day tickets, so make sure you go and check it out. This is HardcoreFest.com, T-I-H-E Fest. Twitter, this is Hardcore Fest on Instagram, and we ain't doing the threads. Actually, we probably will, but it'll be like some auto post from everything else. Also, this is Hardcore Fest on Facebook. Um, Philadelphia hardcore shows have been getting fucking wild, and there is no fucking stop to that, obviously. The shows that we're having are all over the city. Bob Wilson puts on a ton of wild shit all over. Uh, we do the church, we do underground arts, bonks, um, we do the electric factory when when it needs to, and um, yeah, uh, next week is Spine at Bonks, there's a show, West, Mich West 
Ministry, West Kensington Ministry, this Saturday. Our little friend Stucky talks about it. But make sure you're following Philly HC Shows on Twitter and Instagram, phillyhcshows.com. And, um, yeah, got thrown off with the Year of the Knife stuff. It's a hard thing to talk about because you always want your friends to be okay. You don't really know how to address it. So I'm going to leave it alone. Um, for those who, who are listening to this, go over to Scoped Exposure today. I got to be a guest on that. Very cool. Very fun. Long episode. Try not to trample too much over stuff I've said a million times for, but that's what happens when you're a podcaster and you get on someone else's podcast. You end up talking about your own shit over and over and over and over and over again. I can tell you that Philadelphia Hardcore Show is going to be fucking crazy from about September onward, and some of the shit that Bob Wilson is putting together is fucking bananas, and I'm not even going to talk about it. So, this episode is a shorter one for a bunch of reasons. A lot of times it just ends up being that way. With my brother's freight train finally playing another show and getting the fucking train back on the tracks, we're going to do a little jump up, talk to those folks. But before we get to them, I just had a little bit extra time because, you know, we had a very long conversation back on episode 100. If you haven't checked out Freight Train, go back to episode 100. Freight Train is back on the track. They fucking killed it at the Kev 1 benefit. And they're looking to kill it again Friday, August 4th at This Is Hardcore. But before we get to them... I uh, had played a show in Chicago because of Greg and Hole My Own. Thank you for having us at your awesome record release at the Cobra Lounge, somewhere we played five years ago as part of the Rumble. Um, show was great. Got to play with Fool's Game. Got to play with Out of Pocket from Oakland, who we actually just did on the fucking show that fucking week, so that was kind of cool. And uh, our boys' Fool's Game. Stucco, Clemo, Big Jake. It was fucking awesome. So... Um, I figure I'd check in with Fool's Game while they're on the road. So let's get into a little check-in on the road with the Fool's Game. And then we'll drop into the freight train. Okay? Okay. So, exciting to have. This is a van check. <laughs> we just had a little hangout with your big... Is that a big uh, hangout with your big brothers in freight train? They send their love? Yeah, oh, awesome. love to them. Yeah, they fucking uh, they got some love for the fool's game and uh, wanted to just check in with the dudes. Nice long week of shows. How's it been so far? It's been awesome. The shows have been crazy. I actually fucked up good. Yeah, I'll let them speak on them more. They were there for all of them. I wasn't. Kid, kids moshing for every band. Cleveland kids, good mosh. I'm a fan. Boston was crazy last night, and we'll see how West Mass is tonight. Chicago was awesome. That was my the first night that I was with the band, and there were some crazy monsters I had never met before. So I was happy to meet a lot of people. Yo, did you feel like a couple times like that those Chicago moshes could have turned into brawls? Because a couple times on stage, I'm like, was that real or is that like for fun? Like they were taking it serious out there. There were kids legit punching each other in the face, and I thought they were fighting and they were laughing about it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was ignorant. It was fucking ignorant. It. it it was cool. Trash cans flying. I actually got mossed into the woman's bathroom. So that, that was cool. <laughs> and I, I'll be honest. If I got hit with that trash can, any of that fucking trash water got on me, I would have been actually mad. But they took it in uh, a pretty good spirit. Dude, it was wild. So, uh, you know, you guys have done a couple weekends and a couple runs like this. But are, are you feeling like the traction is starting to set in for Fool's Game? Yeah. I, I think this just being the first time we've done like gone out into the Midwest is exciting. And now I like, I don't know about you guys, but I'm definitely itching to like go further, like get into like Kansas city or like Milwaukee and different. We haven't even, even parts of the Midwest we haven't played or like even fucking Pittsburgh we haven't played yet. So I'm, I'm just excited for all the things we still have to do. I know they got that fest like snow core or something like that up in the, um, like almost like Bismarck or some crazy shit. I know they have that in like November. They definitely have a lot of shit. Snow and Flurry? Yeah. Snow, snow and Flurry. Yeah. Snow Core was something from the 90s. I'm a retard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Snow and Flurry. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's definitely stuff. The cool thing is that you guys really have, since the very beginning of kind of ending things with your old bands and just putting all your asses in the fool's game, you guys really have 
been collecting more people just by doing short things and doing it right. It also helps that every single one of you guys is usually out on the floor for every other band you play with. Yeah, I mean, you have to, like, my thing is, like, if you're in a hardcore band, you got you got to support other bands. And, like, bands, the, the best bands mosh for other bands. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And that's why I think doing this run with Out of Pockets mad fun because they're, they just kind of see it the same way. That dude, Dylan, who is with them, like, he moshes for every set with all of us and stuff, and they're just dope dudes to hang out with so i'm glad that we got to do this our longest tour yet with them it's guys that we just like actually enjoy hanging out with it's cool because this is our first tour going out with a band that we didn't know at all and i'm glad that we meshed together really well and like the vibes are on it's cool we're all kicking out at shows hanging out in between shows i think it's awesome that you guys are able to do this and also with out of pocket you know they came a long way from the bay um yeah it's awesome to see the younger bands having it a little bit of an easier go with doing these kind of runs because it's what's going to make everything stronger in the end. It's cool that you guys are getting along with them. Don't you have a show with them in a couple of days here? What's the deal with that, Ben? Yeah, on Saturday, it's Out of Pocket, Cycle of Abuse, Power of Fear from Pittsburgh, Shot Out, who you just played with in Philly, and uh, the band that me and Ty playing, Last Man Out. Fool's Game had to take an off day. So we figured we might as well get the the rest of the band, me, Ty, and Jacob, and keep it pushing and just play with our other band. So that's going to be a West Kensington on Saturday. Doors are at 7. I'm excited for that. See? Out on the road and still helping people out. I think um, you guys are getting ready for your – how soon do you guys have that split with risk? How long before that's out? That's coming out the weekend before the hardcore. Oh, see, fucking perfect timing. So you guys are running on fucking four wheels right now and getting leading up to This Is Hardcore. Um, what else do you guys got going on this summer? I think I think this is it. We have, we have This Is Hardcore. Um, and After that, I think, I don't know about you, I just want to get started writing the LP. Like, I've been looking forward to writing a full length for so long. Like, that's my next step. Ty, what about you? Uh, definitely the full length. Uh, we have done, we've played shows every weekend for as long as I can remember. So it's nice to like have a little bit of time to sit home and just go to shows rather than playing everything. I would tell you guys, if I could in, in give you a little advice, Please. play some, play some shit that isn't recorded. See how it goes. You don't want to get married to a song six months from now, where if you just played it a little bit, you may see some, some live interactions like, Oh shit. You know, maybe we shouldn't have it here or there. I feel like sometimes when you record an LP raw, just right to the studio and you haven't really tried it out, you leave things open in the air where sometimes I think like the, the like, you know, like you guys have a demo, everyone likes it. You guys had the release. Everyone was at the release show. You got the split. So you're doing things in the right order, but don't rush to put all them songs on the tracks. Let feel some of them out, you know, Give it, give yourselves a chance to say, all right, did this work? Did this not work? How do we really feel instead of pressuring yourself in here? Well, it's recorded. This is how we have to play it. Yeah. Well, I think too, especially for us, like we always change the way songs are live. Like, and because we normally do do it that way where we record it first. And then when we do it live, we do it kind of different. So I think if we start playing it live first, at least for some of them, we'll get rid of that like transition where we don't, it doesn't sound different than done on record. It just, the record will sound like how we do it live. I love that. It's one of the coolest things you can do with music. And I think sometimes people get too married to, well, it's on the track. You can't change it up. You should always be able to change it up. So so you guys, uh, just for anyone who doesn't really know that much about fool's game, what else haven't you guys played yet? Just, like a, you guys uh, going to Midwest, you guys going to try to drop down to Texas in the wintertime. Clemo, you got to watch. You you only have a couple more weeks of running around. Got to be a good boy. Yeah, we're we're trying to go. I know. Well, yeah, we definitely all want to go to the West Coast, play California. Texas would be awesome. I actually used to live in Arizona, so I really want to go back to Phoenix and just check it out. Um, 
but yeah, I think, I think West coast is definitely, if we do another like weekend or like a, a run, that's definitely where it's going to be. And then I know the long-term goal for the band is to get to Europe. Yeah. I mean, all them things are, ha- all them things are, ha- are possible. Ben, you may never leave Europe. Dude, I know. But <laughs> I don't know if I'll fit in too well over there. My uh, German comes very natural to me. <laughs> um, how? Where do you do with Big Jacob? Where does he sit in that vehicle of yours? In the in the car seat. Right now, he's not here, and we're just kind of fucking living the dream. But when he's here. He takes up an enormous amount of room, and I just have to like swaddle myself next to him and sleep in that big armpit of his. He but it's honestly two, two and a half seats. He does take a, like a seat and a half, but I'm like fine just sleeping in his pit, so it's fine. No, I, I honestly, man, I, when I see you guys, I, I just there's a lot of um, a lot of fond memories of chaos and traveling <laughs> in small vehicles and just trying to play a couple shows, and I think that seeing you guys make it work and people just constantly catching up and now be, I mean, you guys are, you guys are really starting to take over shit out here and the the little shows you guys do now turn into bigger shows, Ben, you putting on your shit. I, I think it's fucking great. Everything you guys have been doing. And since we had a check in with the freight train, I want to make sure we're checking with fool's game because you're hot out on the road. And I want to make sure that you know that um, your hard work definitely is being rewarded. Or at least I hope that you feel like it's being rewarded. Yeah, we learned from the best, bro. Like, we took those lessons he gave us, and we tried to not be stupid about it. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. Like, all all the shows have been awesome. Kids show love. They buy the shirts. They mosh. Like, it's been awesome. Like, Aside from Out of Pocket, is there any bands we should be checking out that you just saw off the road? Um... I mean, hold my own. I mean, they were they were awesome. They're always awesome. Uh, you you die first from uh, Cleveland. Cool. Heavy you die band. first. Um, I want to get them out. Yeah. They're, they were awesome. And my favorite part about that band is every single fucking member after they played moshed. Every member. They moshed hard, apparently. That's good. Yeah, you weren't there. I wasn't there. I was not there. I'm I'm helping. They only moshed that hard because you were in the pit, Stucky. Don't worry. Yeah. Big Jake was afraid to mosh, so that's saying something. He was tired, man. It's it, it's a lot for him. He expends a lot of energy. He's Andre the Giant, bro. He's all just giant movements. He's very slow. Watching him swim was awesome. He's gonna watch this and be so mad, and it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> So aside from shows and Majin, what was the best part of this trip so far for you guys? Hey, I just had a great time hanging out, I feel like, and like actually getting to spend time with the other band, which, you know, sometimes you're too busy being on the road to actually do. Like you hang out at the show, but you don't get to hang out during the day. Today, though, we just skated all day and hung out without a pocket. And it was like the che- the cheeseburger I had today was definitely the best part of the tour. Damn, where'd you go? <laughs> Uh, it local? Yeah, it was called local, uh, local burgers. Yeah, is that what it was called? BG sent us there, and it was phenomenal. I mean, Massachusetts, believe it or not, has really good fucking food. You wouldn't know it because there's a Dunkin' Donuts in every single corner. But if you can get past the Dunkin' Donuts, Mass has some fucking amazing fucking food. And um, my probably my favorite core ritual is going out for, to breakfast with our one friend up here. We go to a couple different places every time, and it's like just the best way to start the next day is going out to breakfast with him, eating our fucking weight in food, and going out back on the road. Yeah, I, I, I aside from touring, the only thing I really like to do is eat in different places. That and sleeping. I love yeah. sleeping. I love sleeping once the the whole van gets moving. I could fall asleep immediately. So I miss being on the road for like 10 hours and sleeping. I sleep in the van because Clemo likes to play fucking Jarhead when I'm trying to fall asleep. So it's impossible, but it's a classic. That's that's a classic for you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Jar, Jar, Jarhead's a classic. So this is going to come, this is, this is going to come out in a couple hours. So there'll be a, probably a couple more shows. So do you want to shout out where you're playing for the next, what is it, the uh, seven and eight? You're playing yeah. tomorrow night, and then you're... We're, we're doing... Tomorrow we're playing Long Island at Shaker's Pub Fuck with yeah. uh, 
Chains out of pocket, Chains of Misery. No unity. No unity. Then the day after is Philly at West Kensington on Saturday with Cycle of Abuse, Power of Fear, Shot Out, Last Men Out. And then Sunday, at, we're doing a matinee in New Jersey. So we're going to hit the beach and then we're going to go to Salty's Beach Bar. One o'clock. Play with uh, Bayway. Uh, no quarter given their first show. Yeah. Young kids from New Jersey. So definitely check them out. So we're really excited for the these last couple of days. And I hope Bad of Pocket has an awesome rest of their run as they go down south. And then July 28th is the Fool's Game wrist split. Dude. Never ran, never will records. You guys are fucking, you guys are fucking killing it. Thank you guys for keeping the flag of true DIY flying and traveling in small vehicles and doing these short runs. A lot of times I think people think that you have to have a 30 day van uh, tour with a van, with a trailer. You don't need any of that shit. You just need to get out there and fucking play. And fool's game is showcasing exactly the benefits of doing these things. And I say it all the time on this show, much love to you guys just for hustling, doing it your way, which is another way of saying doing it why doing it your way and fucking making it happen. So thank you guys. I'll see you guys Saturday and good luck in the next couple of days and be safe on the road. All right. Thanks bro. Appreciate it. Take care guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yeah, I wanted to check in with the Fool's Game guys. It was awesome to see them on the road, kind of nostalgically missing, jumping in a minivan, going out on the road for endless amount of days, smelling like shit, playing with bands all over, moshing for everybody. Man, I don't think I wasted my youth at all, but I definitely missed those times on the road, and that's why I wanted to get Fool's Game back on the podcast and talk to them guys, especially because they'll be playing This Is Hardcore also coming up very fucking soon. And I want to make sure people know that they have some awesome shit going on with Never Run, Never Will Records. And you can check them out. This is hardcore as well. Fool's Game. Playing the big room. They actually had the Philly designation. We were talking about that. The Philly designation where you would play early. I was talking about that. Fool's Game is playing third. On Saturday at the Franklin Music Hall. Support these guys. They support everybody. They do shows from all over. They play all over. And July 28th, they have a split coming out with the almighty fucking risk from Boston. My brother BG. It's going to be fucking great. Also, Never Ran, Never Will Records, who put out the split with Hold My Own, which is why we went out there. RIP to Carried by Six, that fucking Zach. He's too busy being a concrete worker. That he can't just do this band. So Shadow Realm had to hold up CB6's end for our brother Richie. Who runs Never Ran Never Will Records. And Fool's Game. Risk. Back to back. Saturday. Don't fucking miss that. Thanks for checking in guys. And now to check in with the old heads. Frey Train. See how they feel after a long bit of um, inactivity. You I like that background dude. That background's good. That one flyer says sick. Is that his life sick life? You see this right here? Yeah, I'm looking at that one now. March 97, the first Unity Street show I put on. My first show flyer. Does that say proceed? Did I have my glasses? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, step ahead? Hell yeah. Step ahead, life sick life, proceed, ego cage, morgatory, intoxicated, meltdown. Dude, I swear (laughs) to God, I remember that show like it was yesterday. Yeah, that's the first for real. Up in the top corner, Joe Hardcore oh presents. Hell Dude, yeah. I remember my first that. show flyer. I, yeah, I almost, I almost think uh, Kayla was there with, with headphones on. The Is very, very for the very first little bit, and then she got sent to my mom. Yeah, and then she got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, I remember that show. Yeah, it's very, very, but yeah. So this More is actual. I actually photocopied this so that way I have the original. But that's fucking mortal. This is uh, when I when I have the time to put some of these out with the intro. Now with the webcam, I don't have to do two separate things. It'll be a little bit easier. But this is like instead of me just behind my wall or something. I Who's just hate Mortatory's name again. Tom. Yeah, I remember that dude. He used to put on shows at uh, that spot in Dreams. Yes, hell yeah, Dreams. In fact, I remember going after that's gonna do Paulie. 
Mm. Paul Emmett, who's now back to being white power. He's back. And, and I remember he was. You remember that fight? You were there for that. He was yeah. blocking me from the door. Because he's uh, back. He, yes. Totally white power. And now even the ARA kids hate him. Wow. It took this long. There was a lot of broken bar stools at that. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Yeah, I remember Max called me at three in the morning, nervous. <laughs> Yeah, what do we do? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, he didn't move at all. And I'm like, what yeah, do you what, think? What's done is done. Yeah, I was like, that's <laughs> it. I go, I go, look, no Can't undo it. Yeah, that's just what it is. We'll wake up to the news tomorrow. If he's good, he's good. All right, you ready for this? We're gonna do a yes, nice little so. intro. You ready? That was the intro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could definitely we could roll with that. Um, well. Obviously, we are 20-something episodes since we dropped the Freight Train episode, and you guys have just rocked your first show in plenty of time at the First Unitarian Church. So how does it feel? Great. It, <laughs> it actually felt awesome. It was uh, To play at the church for us was always like a, like a mo- like something we always wanted to do, you know, and to finally get to do it. I remember leaving that stage going, fuck, that was amazing. I can't wait for this is hardcore. Like, it felt great to be up there. It feels uh-huh. weird to be on that side because all those years of being on the floor side, when you stand up there, it, it has an energy. I know it sounds corny to say that, but no, no, it definitely when you're does there, happen. there's like an energy of like, uh, we're up here now and look, everybody, whoever was up here before or after us. Well, just walking up there, you know, going under that baker and going up those steps and then looking down, I'm like, fuck, I'm on, I'm, I'm up here. And it was like, definitely like a, a whole different view. And you're like, fuck it. So as soon as we started going halfway through the song, I was like, yeah, this feels good. And it was fucking awesome. You guys are definitely light on your feet. A lot of times some people get up there and, and it's a little bit difficult. You got to make sure you know where you're sounding out the PA, but there was no step missed. You guys didn't feel any bit of awkwardness. It was awesome. Yeah, we were, uh, you know, for, I think after like the first, like I said, after the half, half that first song, like it was like, fuck it. Like it was, uh, I don't know. Like I got lost in it and it was, I got caught up in like, man, this sounds good. It feels good. And, and we just went with it and it tapped. It, it felt like we didn't miss a beat. The shit, the shit talking was starting to go down. Like it, we were feeling like uh, people were trying to grab the mic, even though the first two songs were relatively newer ones. So the people didn't really know those lyrics, but I felt the energy of people wanting to get into it. So that was cool. Um, and, and, you know, the people in our band, like we spent weeks, months, probably a year talking shit, gassing each other up. And it's like, ah, you ain't going to bring it. You don't know how to play live. You ain't shit. And then, like, once we got up on stage, like, that year of just, like, talking shit to everyone, it was, like, everyone came correct and delivered exactly what they were supposed to do. But it was, like, you know, there was that whole period, like, oh, what are you going to do when you're on stage? Like, what are you going to say? Like, what's up? And it was all just very natural. Um, I just forgot how fucking hot that place gets. Dude. That was a scorcher. (laughs) This Bob did a show a Saturday after that, or Sunday after that, and... I, and they were saying the only thing was worse was a GB show because it was in the winter. So everybody dressed hot, yeah. you know, they dressed for a winter, but man, that's a, we stopped doing shows in the summer. It's like, it's, it's very, it's very sparingly when we did, I think, I think the last show we did last summer was like June 24th, same, same weekend as you guys. Cause it just gets hotter and hotter as the fucking summer goes on. You know, that was, that was the only thing that I forgot. And, and when I got up there, I was already hot from being outside talking shit and then getting inside. I was like, Holy shit. Like, and then we got into the first song. I was like already out of breath. It was like being in a sauna. So that was, yeah, I definitely wasn't prepared for, for that. I, I forgot. I think the cool thing about hanging at the church is hanging at the church. At the so church. if you guys needed, if you guys needed like a warm up mentally, just being outside with all the homies is like enough to get you guys ready, you know? It was perfect. It was perfect to get there early, seeing all the opening bands, seeing everybody we haven't seen in forever, uh, feeling like um, the con- getting into, into the conversation, seeing everyone we haven't seen in, in, in a while. 
Like that was all oh, awesome. And then when it was like, yo, we're going, we're on next. It was like, yeah, all right, this feels good. This is going to be a blast. And it fucking was, man. It was a blast. Again, it got me so, so hyped. The second we were done, I was like, fuck, when's the next one? I want it again. Yeah. And what's crazy is like a lot of people were like, oh man, like, you know, talking about back in the day. And I was like, well, it's crazy because back in the day, this is what it was. Like we never really went into the shows nine times out of 10. We weren't even allowed in the shows. So we would just be outside hanging out anyway. It was more of a social thing than any. I think honestly, some of the best times I've ever had was just being outside with everybody. So I I really, I really heavily did that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there was a couple bands that I wanted to catch. Like, I, I definitely made it inside for a couple bands I wanted to see. But like you said, like, outside is more of the show than than inside the show sometimes. You know, the shenanigans. Uh, I was I was hyped to see all the, the, the bands before us. Like, like that band, Bayway, was hard. Um, dude, every band that played before us, it was just, that whole lineup was awesome. Yeah, it was a great lineup. I yeah. feel like the younger bands it's hard it's hard because they sound so much like the bands that we kind of came up with or fuck mm-hmm. with but yeah. it's surreal to me that there's so many younger bands that just take on that shit like it was it's almost like a like i said it's like a ptsd thing because you guys know just as well as i do like the shit that we were fucking with wasn't really what the people who went to church shows wanted to hear and it was kind of yeah. like a yeah. a sassy bratty way of being like oh you guys like that stuff and it's like yeah, yeah exactly bitch. yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what the fuck we like fuck well and that was the thing like a couple of people were outside like oh like how many times have you played here and we're like we've never played here and they're like what are you talking about i'm like no nah, this was like youth crew shit man they wouldn't let this kind of nonsense yeah. go down back in the day and they just and that's just how it was so for us for for you to be putting on the shows there to play there finally with that with that lineup was awesome yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a blessing on my end i think that now it's like you know that fucking movie was like i'm the captain now motherfucker. Yeah. like <laughs> you know now freight train plays in this motherfucker yeah. like yeah. yeah it was awesome and, but it's funny how how many people didn't know that. They just assumed that we played there like every weekend. It was like we weren't even allowed into the shows, like Dude, let alone the, play. When the train started rolling, shit got crazy for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was it was our it was our band, you know, and we brought it, everyone with us every time we played and you couldn't tell us anything. well that's what i love about the young bands because like like i was saying diego is like damn remember when we used to come and we used to bring the audience with us we used to roll with like it felt like 20 30 people and now to see the younger kids doing that or even like bayway to bring all those cats from north jersey you're like that's what it's all about you gotta bring their crew they gotta show out for you um, it's really important. So it was, that was awesome to see. Like, man, how many Jersey heads were out there? North Jersey. And it's important for them bands. And you'd be surprised. It, we are bizarrely in a world in Philadelphia is at a center of, in a lot of ways, where our shows people travel to. So mm-hmm. that's was another key aspect of doing the bulldoze benefit was just because, well, yeah, we have the church people. Just based upon the church, people go and then everything so, you know, the lineup, you know, we could have did a couple different things, but really the lineup was supposed to be about like for our kind of friends and our kind of bands. And I it really fucking, it really felt organic. I didn't feel like any time, like, you know, there wasn't a band where everyone's like, oh, this band's playing art. Let's everyone nah. go outside. Right. And like, I, and like I was saying, like, this was the great warm up. This was the one. So you didn't get up at the fest and you got the fucking jitters and you're going, oh, are we ready for this? <laughs> You, you guys got one knocked out of the park and now you guys know what to deliver and you have a couple more weeks still before, you know, you're going to have that same, actually, would it be in a, would it be in now? You know, we're literally fucking four, maybe five weeks until yeah. the, yeah. you know, until we're, where we're at now. So you got we're that, you got that time to kind of go back and forth and rethink and get ready, you know, and, and you know, walk actually did good. Yeah, he did great, dude. Good. And you know dude, what? He did good. He, delivered and same thing going back to the ball breaking we were breaking his balls a little bit but like yeah you got to move around a little bit like this isn't off the tracks you gotta you gotta, <laughs> you gotta step up a little bit 
but that's you know like that's just how we are when we're all together behind closed doors it's like you know it's not sweet like we we really rag on each other and i think that's what gave a good show too you know because like the pressure was on everyone even being i don't give a fuck toward germany who cares you got to bring it to the church dude <laughs> you know and that's just being real and just being friends you know yeah. Now, I, I think that it definitely felt casual. It felt very organic. I didn't think you guys were up there kind of, oh, I don't know what to do. And that's the relief that I got watching this was awesome. like, all right, all right. These guys are tuned in. They got it. They're ready yeah. to roll, you know? And I think, uh, again, no, no better setting, you know, heat related kind of stuff. But I think that when you roll into the, this is hardcore, you're going to have an even greater sense of confidence because, the place is the stage is a little bit smaller, so you're gonna be a little bit more compact. Yeah, and, and you know, I think I think the energy is gonna be at a different. Well, level. Also, a lot of people hit us up because you know they were planning on coming. There was other shows that night. Um, same thing, typical show in Philly. There's ten other things to do, but um, a lot of people hit us. Oh, up the cure, the, the the cure, <laughs> man! I was shocked. I, I can't believe how many people we know love the cure. <laughs> Bro, and it's not that it, to me. Maybe I'm crazy. I got Spotify. If I want to check out the cure, I put the spot. Like, you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, um, you don't hear me go, "Oh, yo, it's been forever since I heard fucking Billy Joel." I just put them on fucking Spotify. Yeah, hey, yeah. right, right. You, you know what's cool? Uh, now that the uh, the our set is up on uh, YouTube, you see some of the comments. Whether we got it on Instagram or even there, where people are like. Man, we heard about it. I'm glad I got to see it live, you know, which is pretty cool. Like, like to hear that people are like, oh, man, the, the, there's been that YouTube video of um, us at Harry Cats and forever. You know, fuck it forever. And it's been flowing forever. And, and it's like, well, now they're playing again. Fuck, they didn't disappoint, which is nice. So now that got me excited, got us excited to, to play again. And it's like, all right. Now we know, you know, slow it down a little bit, talk more shit, you know, maybe do some, do go 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 right back into it, like with no training wheels, man, because it felt great up there, man. It felt great. Well, that was the other thing because we were like, we were like, well, how should we just deliver it? And then like after we were practicing a bunch of times, we're like, let's just shove it down their throat and let's just see what people think, you know, and just like not give anyone, you know, uh, any time to really think. But it wound up fucking us in the end because. I mean, it was just, it was a lot to do in whatever it was, 15 minutes. When you guys think about playing, it, it's easy when you guys are with the guys, but you guys brought your entire family. Yeah. yeah. Did the whole squad, the wives, <laughs> the kids. Cool. And they rolled up. It was just it cool. Was, I mean, that was its own crew in itself, the amount of kids you guys had. It's fucking so cool to see, like, just a, a, a reminder of just how far the journey in his life has been that you guys, you know, slaves, his wife said she hasn't been to the church in 25 years. And it's like, you think about it, like it's fucking crazy to think that this the is time she stuff. was there. She was blacklisted. So she was, she was <laughs> little, oh, shit. she was like, yeah, I'm not going. And I was like, nah, you gotta go. And she was yeah, like, I, 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 listen, <laughs> fucking statues of limitations are. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, I hey, you gotta let some shit go. But she's just as stubborn as I am. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Someone said I can't go. I'll never go back there. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but no, like the kids were stoked to see it, and it was one of those things that they've been asking for for years. So, and we were just like, "Now nah, we're not going to do it. Now we're not going to do it." And finally, when we were like, "We're going to do it," they're like, "Well, we're all coming out." And and I think that was like the most surrealist moment for me when you know, like when I look out and I see your daughter dancing to freight train. I see my son dancing. And then I see them grabbing the mic for the sing-alongs. Like that was, that was like the highlight of the night. Like that was, I was just like, this is, this is just crazy. Cause they were just so into it and they were bringing it. And um, that like, to me, it was like, if I, if we never played again, I was like, you're not topping that moment. That, that was awesome for me. There was like two moments where I was getting excited. I'm getting excited. And I, I just watched all these young kids up front and I said, this is the this is the moment. This is the moment where I don't just kick somebody in the back of the fucking head. <laughs> like I'm not gonna ruin this for these guys. I've been in that situation too many times where like younger kids or people that don't know us are finally going off. 
And one yeah. of my friends jumps up and just like, fuck all of you. And you're like, <laughs> <laughs> not, that, not that you won't see me at this hardcore, but the important thing was these younger kids were out on the floor in force. The, the, yeah, the, the, was, they they were fun. That was, was really fucking, that was really, and it's not something I didn't expect, but it was something that got me really excited when I saw it, like, oh, all right, you're in. Because, you know, yeah, and you're, the whole squad could have got out there on the dance floor, but the younger kids needed to be up front in that. And, like, for me, like, you know, being on the stage looking out, like, I, I know who's down with us. Like, there was a lot of people that showed up to, so, to show their support, which was amazing. But for me, like, when you see people that you don't know dancing to your music, that's there, there's some even more special about that you know of course like you know you're 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 you know your go-to people are going to grab the mic but when it's like the young kid that you don't know from a hole in the wall that you've never seen before he's out there getting it you're like all right well it, somehow this is still relevant and that's awesome that's, that's a good feeling that's the winning it over man. That's the hearts and minds you know that's the thing that i was hoping for because really at the end of the day you know you can have all your old homies going off for you but if the young kids are into it, that's that's where you know, all right, all right, we still got it. You know, it's not just a nostalgia trip or anything like that, you know? Well, and the thing is, we're realistic about it because we've played other places. And it's like, you know, it's like, how will this, like, if it goes over to a new crowd in Philadelphia, it's going to go over on a new crowd in Baltimore. It's going to go over on a new crowd in Boston. Like, and that's kind of how we look at it. It's like, it's great to have, you know, your, your homies rocking out for you, but it's it's the young kids that maybe never seen you before. This is their first time. They only heard, and to get that kind of reaction was great. It was awesome. Yeah. Now that's what I was hoping for, and especially it, it is it is the warm up. It is it this was like the if there was a pitfall in a song, if it was a yo man, we shouldn't even play this. You would have found out at that show, yeah. and then that way all not all but anything that was a concern or. You know, hey, I don't know how it's going to go. It's in front of you before you get out there in the fest. Yeah. Well, yeah. we were already locked into the fest. So we were like, well, win, lose, or draw. Like, we got to figure it out now. But like I said, like a lot of the old, uh, just the natural, like what you do, just it came out. And it was like you said, it was just organic. And that was the most, you know, the, the positive feedback that we got was more like it just seemed natural. And you guys were just doing your thing yeah that was think, it i think uh it was our last practice we practiced what like the day before right something like that yeah it was cold and, and in the end as we're just wrapping up bean was like you know what fuck it man we're just gonna have fun just have fun you have and to just then, have fun and yeah. then halfway because we were worried about like whether or not it would register or go you know people would get it and then halfway through that song it was like we saw like the young kids start getting into it and and we're like, fuck it, we're having a blast. And it, we didn't look back. It was awesome. Well, and the what? same thing, Joe, that you always say is that it's like if you're playing in front of two people or a hundred people, you gotta go off. Like you gotta, you gotta put on a show. And that was always our thing when we played. It was like, well, we gotta give people something, whether it's talking shit, starting a fight, putting on a good show, like we're we're gonna we're gonna leave with a story. Yeah, we're gonna and story. and uh you know, luckily the Saturday night when we played, it was, you know, like you guys killed it. I, I think we killed it. I think it was a good night. I was going to say another weird thing. <laughs> this is probably your first. It's like besides a couple of them Boyertown kids from back in the day. They were awesome. Besides them, three or four dudes, you really weren't allowed to mosh for freight train and not get fucking yeah. smoked by somebody who was in the squad. <laughs> so right, this right. is like the first time. No one's walking out of a freight train show going, oh, I knew it was what it fucking said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or that, a fight, some a fight or a stabbing or something. Yeah, wild. Like, but then again, there was a lot of hitters not there. So <laughs> yeah, fucking cure show wiped us out, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's <laughs> so at the fuck. cure the fucking with their three hour set. But I mean, like, it, you know, it's it's crazy because we were like, well, you know, like should like what shows, what should we have done? Um, but now that it's over, it's like, I think it was perfect. Um, you know, cause it's like, we always talk about like, well, what, what shows did we like playing? Like what shows were our favorite, you know? And it's like, you know, like us personally, like we, 
we don't like playing stage shows. We like playing on the floor. Like we like being able to rush the crowd and, you know, do crazy shit. Um, so it was, we'll, like, get you you know, ext- we'll get you the extendo mics for the, this is hardcore set, <laughs> <laughs> but no, like uh, underground arts, man, aren't I, that's a great place to have a show, man. It's, it's one of my favorite places to see a show. Um, I'm stoked to play a show there. I also just think because you know, you've gone from the warm up stage to play in the church underground arts has just a different vibe because you're condensed to a small, even though it is wide when you look out, you're yeah. kind of just focused at the center and it yeah. feels very comforting. It's very comforting to be there. The only, only played there. We, we only, we only did a uh, punishment for the, for there. I, I mean, I've done so many shows there over the last fucking crazy. Amount punishment of shows iconic. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's like, even then I was kind of like, I wonder how the kids are going to feel it, but you, you feel the kids so close to you. Cause it's not the church. Yeah, like that gap doesn't exist. That one—it's almost thing. like a like a CB's. Like it's like it's it's like a sardine. Well, you got those egg. concrete pillars right there that'll keep you oh, right I in the center. It. I yeah. love it. It condenses the mod. Like there's almost like an electric wall. Like this is the moshers, and then yeah. outside them poles. That's that's anyone's game. I don't know who. Yeah, gets sure. It. Sure. So, uh, any any thoughts of anything we should expect? Anything uh, different, or what are we doing here? Do we have a game plan? What's going on? Nah, <laughs> well, that's pretty much it. We're gonna I mean, run it back. We're gonna run it back. Okay. We're gonna run it back. We're uh, we're gonna get. We're gonna dial it in a little bit more. You know, be more more like the old way of like just. We wanted stress to be with us. We don't know if we can pull. We've been that talking off. about that because we had those samples that you know. He could definitely pull that off for underground arts. That's not even hard. Yeah, no. Yeah. He, he was gonna let us know because he might be uh, away for that week. We're we're working on that. Um, but now it's like, you know, we're, we're trying to like, cause you know, with, with the Kev one benefit show, we were on the fence about whether or not we should bring merch. Cause we were like, well, if people come with money and they're looking to buy something, they should buy something from bulldoze. Yeah. And we didn't want to like show up with merch to a benefit show. So we were like, all right, let's just play the background on this one. Let's just play the show, give bulldoze, um, every opportunity to make money, do their thing. Um, so now we're like, okay, we're working on other things. Like, okay, we want to do some, <clears throat> we're doing a tape. We're doing like a split with stress, <laughs> which is, it sounds crazy already, but um, you know, that's going to be a cassette. We're going to bring that with us. So it's like, not only are we working on set stuff, um, song, like what order we want to do it in. Uh, I like merch. the order we did it in. Yeah. But we're also talking about the merch. So we're a little bit busier leading up to this one than we did to the bulldoze show. Cause it was more about like, let's let it just be about bulldoze. That's a really good thing. And it's actually something that I don't know if bands really think about, but that show was pretty important at the time. Their GoFundMe was at like 3,400 or something. The show yeah. we did brought in just under $3,900 of that family, which in these kind of situations, it's it's sad, but it becomes like the thing that we only thing we can do to kind of help a family like that out. So it was very kind of you to not go into crazy, you know, boomerangs and fucking switchblades and whoever knows what other crazy shit oh, you no, guys I mean, come up with. Well, Joe, I mean, like we were just looking at it just like from a like an ethical standpoint, like, well, what would we want? And yeah, I'm not knocking anyone that was selling merch. Like, it's not about that. But we were like, well, we're playing a show in a couple weeks. And if anyone wants to get at us, we'll have it in a couple of weeks. Not a big deal. Um, you know, but it wasn't no like high road shit. We were just like, nah, like let it be about bulldoze. And that's why we did the show. That's fucking awesome. I mean, the cool thing is, and maybe you guys can, can talk to this more than I can. Now that you step back and I mean, you guys have been to a couple of church shows since that point, but how's it feel to play a church show and see this new crowd? Does it feel like these are new kids? Or are you like, oh no, these are, this is just like us. What do you, how do you feel about that? No, I think it's, 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 it's their own thing. You know, even though you're putting on a show, I think it's their own thing. And, you know, like we, we talk to the young kids. I mean, we go to the bonk shows. I mean, we're out there. I mean, like, so, and we do fuck with some of the younger kids. We are talking to them and they definitely have their own way of doing things. I mean, it's completely different than how we used to do it. Um, but I think it's, it's theirs. And the fact that it's like, people are going to hang around and not be outside while we're playing and they're going to come down and dance for us. Well then, you know, thanks for letting us be a part of it. I mean, I think the whole, the whole thing's a, 
a lot different than what it used to be. I mean, before it was, it would, you know, I think now everyone's so, so f- much friendlier to each other. You know, everyone's so, uh, before you used to, I mean, fuck your jaw got broken. God knows how many people we know that, uh, got got knocked out uh but like i think now it's like a more more unity involved now like more yeah it takes a lot for them kids to get hurt like that yeah that's such yeah. a rarity too i mean you're yeah. we're talking about trevor uh, you know having bricks in his bag and swinging that around yeah. i mean it was, it's a whole different it's a whole different animal which is nice because like you see people go off you see people going hard but everyone's still looking out for everyone which is nice it's a good it's a good change you know sure and it was just like when when sue was like yeah i'm bringing the kids like i never thought twice about it i was never like that's not a good idea like i was like yeah of course you are you know like it it didn't not make sense you know you know what i mean joe like it was like yeah of course bring them you know because like what's going to happen you know i think it's a weird it's a weird perspective because you know we have these year these time in when you see these kids, they're they're the same. They're doing the same stuff, but totally different. And their perspective and the way that they carry it out is so much different. And I, I, I often say one of the weirdest things that didn't hit me for a while was that we didn't have social media. So right. every person who wasn't us could potentially be an enemy because we <laughs> fuck this guy. But the minute you see this dickhead and your name is like at this person at and you, even if you don't know them. Yeah, through social media, you're scrolling through. So these kids have some affiliation wider than we did with people. So it has to make them be nicer, I think. Yeah. But also, it's like you got to remember the dickhead that used to be putting on shows at the church, you know, was always telling us, like, well, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Why it was like, it was our turn to change it. So it's like, we can't show up to a church show telling them, like, well, this ain't how it's done. It's like, well, this is uh, it's their time to do it, you know. It's like we're just at this point, we're just guests, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I I think that was like another funniest thing is like it's been a while since I've even seen that person, and I kind of crack mm-hmm. up because it's like, well, I mean, you know, someone carries this flag, and they don't and now in hindsight, if you look all the years, it's like really wasn't that long, and that flag wasn't carried really that fucking high. Yeah. And, and and I wonder what the person's thought process was because it didn't really work out the way I think that that person was doing at that time. You know, like I, when you said, you know, let them do their thing. I do my best to let all these kids get as fucking ignorant as they can. There's a minute, there's like a, it's not a razor thin, but there's a, there's a good threshold before I'm like, Hey, Hey, stop that shit. You know, like, yeah, right. because it is their time. And I, and I, what's yeah. cool, what's cool about them too, it's their time, but they're down for everybody else's shit. Instead down of, for everyone else's shit. And dude. it's so crazy because it's like, imagine if it was us and it's like some band that wasn't like a pagan babies or something you knew about. Like, you know, like that thing was preached upon us so much. Oh, you never saw the Pigot Babies. You never saw Gorilla Biscuits. You never saw yeah. this band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so obviously, like, they didn't really have to go that fucking hard for Freight Train. But right. they, and I saw a couple of kids, like, oh, first song, they're like, all right, what is it? Uh-uh, and that was it. By the time Legions went on, you won everybody over is what I was getting at. And that that comes from just organically vibing and doing the right things. And we've had some old bands get on stage they kind of do the old guy thing like how come you fucking pussies are moving up you know like yeah it's like sure. geez let well, them do that's that thing yeah like like yeah. we have a couple of rules yeah, that we're like, like nah we don't say nothing about coming up or yeah. doing none of that it's, yeah it's yo we're feeling it so you definitely gotta feel it you know what i mean yeah and it's like you know like bands that are like move up it's like like they got us fucked up. We're going to come for you. Like we'll, we'll jump into the crowd, <laughs> yeah. you know, if it's whack, you know, like I said, we're leaving with a story. That move up is my, is my, uh, my, my mic check for shadow realm. If you ever see it, I literally every set. Move up. The, the that's, move up, that's literally my, that's my, literally my, that's literally my mic check. <laughs> I just fucking scream. And that's oh, my right pet up. peeve. As soon as I hear a band say that, I'm like, I'm done. I'm oh, done. It makes me want to go <laughs> right in the, I want to go to fuck outside. Like, I oh, don't tell me. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, make, make me want to move up. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's how I look at I've it. I've had the quiet, come on guys. 
you guys can make one step for and it's like dude leave it alone leave, leave, yeah. leave it alone leave don't it say out. anything and just start rocking out and let them come to you if you build it they will come <laughs> i guess well, uh okay. i wanted to ask also because it's in my head now that this isn't the end the fest isn't the end no no all right. No, I just want to make sure. No, 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 no. It's like, no, we, we were like, all right, what's next after the fest? You know, and, and you know, we got, we got to call Joe and see what he's thinking. Yeah. So, so just so you know, we're letting everyone know that you're our manager. So they'll probably yeah. reach out to yeah. you. Yeah. Reach out to Joe Harcourt. Gmail. Yeah. We'll take care of you. Yeah. But um, no, we're, um, I think right now we're recording. We have time in the fall. We're going to record with Will and oh, stress. Um, yeah. So we got a couple things cooking. Um, that should be good. But the way we want to present it with stress, you know, because like we did like a rough, like kind of what we were thinking. You were there for that. You heard it. Um, and then Will, once Will reached out and said that he had time, we were like, all right, well, this is the perfect opportunity because we slept on the demo for about a year. We didn't really release much because um, we were still fucking with it. Um but like I said, like now that everyone was kind of on board and it took the show for the phone to really start ringing because everyone was like, oh, OK, yeah. now I get it. OK. You know? Plus a lot yeah, of because like, are they going to pull their usual shit? Are they really going to well, play? Yeah, everyone thought we weren't going to show <laughs> up. You know, <laughs> you know. that would be kind of funny because, you know, Marguerite was like one of the first people there. If you guys didn't show up on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like, like if if Buddy showed up, then I probably would have canceled. But <laughs> oh. He didn't show up. So I was like, nah, you know, I <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but no, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we're thinking. We're, we're, we got some time uh, penciled in with the with will and stress in the fall. But yeah, after this fest, we're, we're, we want to keep playing. We, we want to keep doing whatever we can. And Joe, you know, I love like Fool's Game. There's there's a handful of bands out there that are just doing it the way that you did it, that we would have loved to do it. Um, and it's like, yo, if you guys need our support, if you guys want us to take a, a trip out to Boston, play a quick show, um, you know, like we're down. Like, and we kind of been telling everyone like, hey, this is what we're thinking. You know, um, like we don't, you know, our motto is still the same. We don't headline. We don't open. We don't headline. If you guys want us to play, we'll play. Um, and that's it. No, I think, honestly, I'm glad to hear that the train will continue. Um, bands like Fool's Game, I mean, we were talking about it at the show. You know, like, everyone was excited to see. Because it's hard. You know, you hear, you think. Uh, I The video that came out with the, those, those little clips, those little, you know, homages to the past. Yeah, it, 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 it kind of it kind of added a little extra, but the kids needed to have the like now. This is this isn't the band from back then. This is now the freight train now, and I think you're going to have kids ask. You're going to have people interested, and as long as you guys are doing it this way, I don't feel like you're going to get tired of it. You know, like it's a it's a very simple thing. You get up there because you want to do it. These people want to see you. You want to see them and everybody's happy. It's it's very manageable. You know, it's like when you come up with a a plan that doesn't have any ability to be, you know, accomplished, you're going to fucking fail. But I think that you guys have managed to walk every step in and make these small little inner decisions. Like, I'm going to do this now. And, you know, it's fucking perfect. Um, I would love to see stress or at least hear those samples alive. And then that would fucking definitely be fucking awesome. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah, so the the cassette that we're releasing, I think it's uh right now it's a two song split with stress. So it's it it's a different you know um I don't even know how to put it, but it's like it's just like a split with a producer really, and we just kind of like go, hey, we got two minutes, you got two minutes on each side, do what you want to do, and we're just gonna have fun with it, and it's gonna be how many did we get made two hundred yeah. I, yeah, I think it's like 200 limited press for this is hardcore. And and then that was that's kind of the intro to what our idea is uh, when we go in the studio with Will in the fall. That's fucking sick. Actually, really exciting to know. Um, I don't know if there's much else I want to go. I just wanted to have you guys kind of check back in, let the people know that the train is now officially on the fucking tracks. <laughs> de- yeah, um, definitely official on the tracks. Yeah. And can't wait to play again yeah i think that the the, everything that 
I was looking for in in a modern freight train was there. You know, um, it needs to be said that, especially when you bring a band back from something, uh, the hardest thing is to get the ball rolling again because you have that. No one, no one talks about it because it's soft shit. But it's like you're going to have an anxiety of, well, what the fuck happens? But you have to throw that caution yeah. to the wind. You got to get back up there. And you got to let the moment be what it is. And you guys lived that moment and it was fucking fantastic. Because yeah. of that, we got another one. Not a shit. 29 days from now. Crazy. Can't oh, wait. You can't, it's you can't thank you enough. Nah. Like that is just, it's a killer slot. Yeah. Man, killer put place us on that show. Thank be you. Part of that fest. Yeah. It's now, what, are, what are you going to, what are you going to do to keep Diego from being like, like, um, like bodybuilder, level brown by the time this hardcore happens sure, I, the dude I, I, was out on the beach yeah, cooking he's, yeah he's cooking yeah and even uh, at the show he was he had a nice uh burn going on now it's yeah. like it's getting a little bit look browner look but that, that spanish is coming out man. dude it, it's it's there man you're like right there up at yeah. the rock now man <laughs> yeah dude's dude's getting dark yeah but. <laughs> well listen yeah, I love you. I'm so proud of you love guys. You. And I, I know I know you guys have been out all day since work, so I'm going to let you rock out. But thank you for coming on and checking in. It means a lot to me. The people loved it. The word's getting out. The train's awesome. back on the track. And Friday of this is hardcore. We're going to see what happens and hopefully uh, don't sleep on getting them cassettes. No, yeah. Thanks for having us again. Thanks for having us be a part of your fest. Uh, we yeah, love you to you. death. And uh, we can't wait, man. Nah, it's going to be fucking awesome, guys. It's going to be awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you. Joe. All right, man. All right, pal. Yo, that was an awesome little check-in for us with Slave and Diego of Freight Train. Make sure, again, Friday, August 4th at Underground Arts as part of the first night of the This Is Hardcore Fest weekend. Make sure you check out Freight Train. It's going to be fucking awesome. And... So glad to hear their perspective as since they just played their show in many years and looking forward to see what they do next. So make sure you're there. And if you missed it, hey, there's going to be more shows after this hardcore. So stay tuned. Hopefully when this is hardcore is over, we're going to be doing some more shit with the fest, some more in-person shit. It's about getting gear. It's about getting time. It's about getting a setup that could be a little bit mobile. I obviously would love to have got down to New Jersey and hung out with Diego and Slave a little bit more. And that's what I'm going to be pushing for. We're still not monetizing this shit. Um, I jumped out way too early previously with the podcast and Patreon. I'm not doing that again. Um, I might do a subscan for reading and shit like that and writing some stuff and maybe putting some shit on there. But that's so far away. i got to get this thing finely tuned. Jess has been really good with booking episodes and podcast guests, and that's really helped me out. But until I get to the point where I can start doing two or three people in person, I, it's only going to be like this, and I don't feel right monetizing. But you can always support the shit that I'm talking about. Buy these records when you hear them come from all these different small labels. Everybody we support is 100% DIY. That's why I love talking about these bands. And everybody who comes on the show are awesome fucking people, so buy their shit. Maybe at some point... This is hardcore fest or this is hardcore podcast will be monetized, but not anytime soon. So for now, support the people that we're talking to, support everybody that you can, and come to this is hardcore. See you next month. Bye bye.